Harry and the Pirate. Well, yesterday, Terry and Jude Hennick pulled a few tricks out of the bag and rescued two ladies in distress, Burma and April Kane. They were being threatened by one of the dragon lady's men who was disguised as a Chinese general. Of course, when little April stepped into the scuffle and tapped the fake General Chang over the head with a revolver butt, well, that helped a bit, too. Well, in today's transcribed adventure, we'll see what else helped our friends. So stand by, and meanwhile, here's something to help you have fun. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. You know, boys and girls, you've heard a lot in this show about the remarkable invention called a Terryscope. It's played a big part in our friends' adventures, and it's going to play a big part in excitement still to come. Now, it's a fact that you yourself can actually get a Terryscope just exactly like the one in the show, and if I were you, I sure would see to it that I got mine right away. Now, you'll get a great big kick out of listening to the program with your own telescope right there in your hand, and you're sure going to feel left out in the cold if the other kids are all playing games with their telescopes and you haven't got one. Now, getting your telescope is plenty easy thanks to Libby, who makes those swell-tasting juices you heard me talk about. All you have to do is get a label from Libby's tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice and ten cents. Now, you can rustle up a dime, all right, can't you? Why, of course you can. And you'll be the first to say that a dime never bought so much fun and excitement. All right? Now, you take your labels, one from Libby's tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice. On the back of one of them, print your full name and address and give your age. Then, put the labels in an envelope along with a dime and mail them to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. I'll repeat the address. It's Terry in care of Libby's, Spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S in Chicago. Now, that's all you do to get your telescope, And if you're smart, you'll do it right now. After all, this offer is only being made for a limited time. And take it from me, anybody who doesn't get a telescope is going to be mighty disappointed. You'll not only be missing out on having a telescope exactly like Terry's, you'll miss out on all kinds of games and fun besides. Why, say, the treasure hunt game alone is a wonderful thing to have. And don't forget, there's a crazy picture game, too, that's about the funniest thing you ever saw. And one of the biggest features of all are the secret codes. You can actually write messages to your friends in the same Chinese code that Terry taught to Connie. Well, any boy or girl who knows a good thing when he hears about it will stand for his Terry's code. So remember the address. Terry, in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Send a label from Libby's Tomato Juice a label from Libby's Pineapple Juice, and a ten-cent piece. And be sure to give your own full name and address. And now, Terry and the Pirate. Yes, that's Jude Hennick's big American-made plane. The plane he flies for the Chinese Army. But today he's flying Terry Lee, Pat Ryan, Burma, and April Kane to a remote spot many miles from Chongqing. Our friends have the precious radio transmitter with them, and they hope to reach the secret army headquarters before any more bad luck befalls them. Jude is at the controls. Young Terry is in the navigator's seat beside him. Handsome Pat Ryan is nearby, trying to get comfortable. The beautiful blonde Burma is hunched down in the seat trying to sleep. And little April Kane is asleep. Great Pat, you think Connie will be all right? 
Oh, he'll be all right. Connie has a lot of friends in Chung King. <laughs> he didn't want to make this plane trip with us. In a few moments, we'll be hopping over the invaders' lines, and nobody wants to dodge out of aircraft fire. Yeah, but... I'm afraid Connie will be lonesome for it. Yeah, don't worry about him. I'll be flying back to Chung King regular now. I'll pick him up on one of these trips. How about Big Stoop? He'll be in Chung King soon. He gets away from Mouton with his life. Well, I've been both boys, Connie and Stupid. Well, I hope this is the last of our Dragon Lady troubles, huh, Pat? Uh-huh. You don't seem excited about it. Look, I'm up here in a plane. We're going someplace only Pilot Hennick knows where, and what's the use of being excited? <laughs> Cheer up, Pappy. As soon as we meet General Chang and hand him the radio transmitter, you can sleep for a week. The real General Chang this time, huh? Yeah, the real McCoy Chang. The grand guy. Nothing like the fellow who's rather impersonated back there in that Sun King Hotel. Well, how much longer do we fly through the air with the greatest of these, Judy? Well, if we don't hook up with some enemy planes, or if we don't get caught full of holes by ground fire, I'd say another half hour could be about right. See those small puffs of smoke down there, gents? Yeah. Those are batteries. Other aircraft guns, and they'll be popping it up in a minute. Well, can't we fly higher out of their range? No, nope, not with the load we're carrying, Pat. Uh, maybe I'd better wait for and April and tell them. No, no, no. Let them know what hurt them, and if one of those pom-poms hit us, they'll never know it anyway. Well, that's a nice, comfortable thought, Judy. I warned you, folks, when we were in Chung King, this is no picnic. Well, what's the chance of swinging in a circle and avoiding the gunfire? No, and then we run into the invaders' planes, small fast ships, and they'd be on me like a swarm of locusts. This baby can't do all the tricks they can do. It's just slow target. Now, we're better off to take a direct route and cross the luck. And gents, from here on, it's anybody's game. Now, hold his feet. That any day to the things we've been through with the dragon lady. Well, then our aircraft fire makes an awful racket, eh? How we dodge the bullets? We didn't. Not all of them. Look out there on the wing. Well, I'll be a. Say, the bullets went clean through. Hey, if you guys will stop gathering for a moment, I'll set this coat down on terra firma. Yeah. Put Terry Lee on terra firma. That's all I ask. Hey, Gal's on the way for this time. I'll eat my hat. Come on. Let's meet the real General Chang and settle a few things. So this is the invention. Hmm. Yeah, we owe you a great debt of gratitude, Miss Hennick. No, I, I didn't do much, General. You better thank these friends of mine, Pat Ryan and Terry Lane. Oh, dude, we didn't do anything. Yes, we did, Pat. All of us did. We went through a lot to get this invention here. But we don't want any thanks, General Chang. It shall be so, Mr. Lee. But in turning this amazing device over to the army, you have given us a remarkable form of communication. Well, is it so important in this war over here, General? The most frequent cause for lost battles has always been the failure of communications. Napoleon met disaster at Waterloo because of that. In the World War Number One, the failure of communications caused artillery fire to set its own infantry. And a small radio transmitter like this will help. Many small transmitters like this will certainly help us. Just a few minutes ago, you showed me a device you call a telescope. You can signal with it. 
That is a form of communication. You told me also about a secret Chinese code. Oh, yes, and the Morse code. Both forms of communication. But however, to return to the subject, until this army does a complete and accurate job of its communication, no battle can be won. Remember that. Well, if we've settled everything, I could do with a bath and something to eat. Uh, not very sleepy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there you see. <laughs> the invader is always to be reckoned with. Yeah, that's an air raid warning. Say, where do we go? I mean, there is no hurry. Mr. Lee, uh, we should call me Terry, sir. I'm not used to being called Mr. Lee. Oh, very well. Terry. As I was about to say, gentlemen, communications are important. This is an instance of it now. The invaders' planes are many miles from us, and yet our signalmen have spotted them. And when they arrive with their bombs and terror, we shall be ready for them. But do come with me, gentlemen. I will personally show you to your quarters. Must be rather late. What time is it? I don't know. Must be getting on toward morning. If I had some light in this air raid shell, it wouldn't be so bad. Hmm. It's very quiet in here. Can't hear the sirens or planes or anything. <laughs> and so, the raid is over. Oh, hello, General. Thank you, Mr. And as usual, it was more surely than anything else. A nighttime raid in this mountain retreat has never been successful. Everything is well hidden. Our camouflage is quite effective. But uh, I'm afraid the morning light is not pleasing today. Why? What's the matter? The weather has turned cold. You will need warm clothes to make the trip. Trip? What trip? Well, obviously it is not possible for you to share the hardships of this headquarters camp. Well, of course, we can fly back to John Jane in my plane. No, I'm afraid that is out of the question. Well, how come? The air raid caused some damage at the landing field. And one of the bombs scored a dirt on, on my plane? Unfortunately. Oh, now, that's tough, Jude. But there is a small town about 40 miles from here, back in the mountains. A new landing field is being prepared. Yes? And I have arranged to transport you gentlemen and the two ladies to this town. Name is Min Chao, near the foothills of the Kunlun Mountains. And how long will we have to stay there, General? Well, that I cannot say at the moment. But you will be safe and warm, and you will have food and clothing. Well, well, we'd better see things the general's way. Yes, best. We're lucky to be alive and able to grumble. Well, what do we do when we get there? Well, you may be interested in a special project we have there. But I, I will tell you about that later. I shall be in Minchow myself very soon. Are there any Americans in Minchow, sir? Oh, yes, indeed. It is quite a big place. You see, the invader has not yet discovered how important it really is. Oh, but there, come. Come, I, I have one more garment for all of you. It is well you get started along the road in the daylight. It is a dangerous journey at best. Yes, it is a dangerous journey. None of our friends even realize how dangerous. But you shall know. I'll give you a clue in just a moment. So stand by. Here's a tip for every one of you kids who wants a periscope, just like the one used in the show. All you need to get a periscope like that one, a periscope with eight special features, is two Libby's labels and ten cents. Now, tomorrow's Saturday is a day when your mother is just about certain to be buying things at the grocery store. So why don't you do this? 
Why not ask her right now to put Libby's tomato juice and Libby's pineapple juice on tomorrow's grocery list? Those are the labels you need to get your telescope. And believe me, you won't have any trouble persuading Mother to get them for you. Libby's juices are so inexpensive, so easy to fix, and so good for you and all the family, why your mother will be glad to remind you to get them. So just you take the labels off the cans, one from Libby's pineapple juice and one from Libby's tomato juice. Print your full name, address, and age on the back of one, and mail them with 10 cents to Terry in care of Libby's Chicago, Illinois. That's the way to get your Terry scope. The way to help yourself to loads of fun and thrills. So get your order in, kids, without any more delays. Address Terry in care of Libby's Chicago. Yeah, that's your clue, friends. The wind. The wind and the snow. Something that paralyzes friends and foe alike. Mother Nature can beat all the armies in the world. And she always wins. Always. So, if you want to thrill a minute, then join Terry and his friends as they start out on the cold, perilous journey to the foothill town of Min Chow on next Monday's Transcribed Adventures. Here is excitement more hair-raising than all the air raids put together. <laughs>